and blessings everybody are now welcome to another episode of mr hip-hop phenomenon you are now tuned in now tuned in yeah it's time to flip the pages people my supporters and listeners apart me for the wait it been long overdue i had a lot of things going on in between you know this whole COVID-19 would sometimes push you push you out your view and out your vibe but i'm back in my vibe and I'm back, Mr. Hip Hop Phenomenon. Okay, let's get into it. In the United States, nearly one in five USA adults live with mental mental illness. Mental mental illness, people. You hear you hear me? Mental illness. This is a deep one. And the reason why I'm about to start start on this subject is because the simple fact I know somebody daily. That's significant to me that I had that I had love that's dealing with this. And a lot of us don't like to address it or talk about it because some of us feel ashamed. And I feel as though that we need to address it and we need to talk about talk about it and we need to overcome it. We need to fight this disease that have been plaguing us for decades. Okay. Let's do it, people. Mental illness. 51.5 million how many and how many people all over the world are suffering how many people over the world are suffering people you wouldn't believe this 450 million people all over the world is suffering 5 million in our country and 450 million around the world is suffering from this um, illness and like I said again people if you got the information and resources to help someone that's dealing with this, do it. Because it could be you tomorrow. You could be the next one tomorrow that need that type of help, right? So let's let's really fight, not just fight for injustices in America and all around the world. Let's fight against the diseases that have been plaguing us all around the world, these issues, these spiritual issues, these physical issues, and these mental issues, right? Which is illnesses, right? They, 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 that's what they call them, right? Let's figure out how to fight this for real. Let's gather up our resources and, and, and fight this. Okay? Moving on. If you know somebody, your family, friends, and associates, like I said, I know somebody that's dealing with this, and that's why I'm talking about it, and that's why I'm dressing, and that's why I'm opening up to it, because I, I know I was pretty much borderline at at one time or another, or suffering for some trauma. You know, some of us even suffer from trauma coming from those big urban cities. And y'all know what I'm talking about, people. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what type of trauma I'm talking about. You know, let's talk about this and let's address it. And let's let's conquer this fear, this disease that's been plaguing us. And let's move on with it, right? Let's do this. Let's grab up our resources and get together. Let's do it. Because I'm going to do it. And I'm going to put my hand out there and extend my arm and my help to do so as well. Absolutely. Moving on. I would like to give two individuals some shout outs, you know, for the great work they've been doing and stuff, you know, on on IG, on Facebook, you name it. Even got even got the young brother, the young king doing things on on what you call this new app, Clubhouse. He's been talking about it lately. You know, Dehaven Irby. For those who don't know, Dehaven Irby was Jay-Z, Jay-Z friend, concubine. An ex-brother 
They actually live next door to each other in the same building. Came from the same projects, was called Marcy. Y'all know the big mogul, Jay Z, Jiggerman, Hova, right? You know, well, he's doing big things. You know, he moved on from the situation that y'all knew him for. For those who know who I'm talking about, Dehaven Irby Headache, aka Headache, aka Gil, and doing big things, you know? Making things happen, you know? He got his IG thing going on. He's talking about, he's talking about Clubhouse and how it helps people far as, you know, getting more knowledge to know about how to create a business and and to do um, you know, astonish things with it, you know. You know? And that's what we need to be doing. You know, we need to be hooking up with people's like people like that big brother right there, you know. He's always on IG Live. For those who don't know, could get, go on his go on Dehaven Irby IG Live because he got two pages. He got Marcy May series, and then he got the D Dehaven Irby page as well. Much shout outs to that brother, you know, for standing up and doing what's right, you know, taking control of his life and making things happen as such. You know, for those who are interested, need to check out his documentary called Marcy May Documentary. It was mind blowing. It's, it's actually mind blowing. I even seen it for myself, even, for, even though I'm from the neighborhood, but I got to see a, a more clearer understanding and a more stronger perspective on where he was coming from based off the over 20-something year relationship that he had with Sean Corey Carter, which is known as Jay-Z once again, people. You know, much big ups to that brother. Peace. Moving on. My cousin, that bl- my black queen, doing big things, man. I mean, she's doing tons of things. She got a podcast called A, a Tribe of Fertility. Y'all need to check her out. The, the, the Tribe Called Fertility. Yeah, her name is Sonora... Joy, Joy Woods, y'all need to check out, look out, you know, you know, check out her, um, you know, her platforms. She even got a brand called It's All Good, It's All Good, um, medicine, you know, vitamins and minerals and stuff for us to take to stay healthy, you know, all good, holistic supplies. Check her out. You know, she's on she's on Instagram as well. Sonora Joy Woods. Check her out. That's the queen right there. That's somebody else who took control and made something happen out of this COVID-19. Like I said, there's so many people who took control of themselves in this during this um, pandemic and this COVID-19 and really made something happen for themselves. And then you could also, if you believe in yourself just a little bit more and push yourself a little bit more. Okay, moving on. Cardi B. Oh, oh, Ashley. We're gonna talk about her next. The King, the Bing, the Black Mumbo, Kobe Bryant, y'all. Kobe Bryant, yes. Unfortunately, we lost that King to a plane accident, and his daughter as well. They will be very missed. The young Queen would be very missed. My condolences to his family. On January twenty-six. 2020, we lost the Bing, the Black Mumbo, and his family. They family lost a husband, a son, a friend, an associate, and a business partner. And we get it would get so crazy during this during this transformation. You will see his numbers, his number being put up like if it was the bats um bat signal bat symbol in the sky. Let me correct myself. Like if it was the bat symbol in the sky. You will see it on you will see it on various different sports on um, sport players sneakers, pants, 
jerseys, you name it, right? On his ongoing process that that hurted us so much because he definitely was a big loss. I'm, I'd like to say he was definitely one of the big losses that we took, right? And I'm and I want to talk some more about him. So during his passing, was still probably hurt, you know, was still hurt us to this day because I know it still hurts me. You know, I kind of, you know, I miss seeing that guy. You know, period. And y'all, y'all understand why? You know, his talent was impeccable. I mean, come on. He was great on that basketball court, like I said, you know. So moving on, Gail King and Oprah would question his legacy and try to disrespect him, his family and what he built, right? She would question his legacy about rape allegations and that such, right? And Snoop, being, being, a, being a native from L.A., would retaliate. By saying, by saying stuff like, we come, you better stop it before we come and get you. And and, and, and say things like, a dog, you a dog head B. And you know what that means, people, right? But after saying that, he would get invited on, he would get invited on the red table by Jada Pickett Smith and her family to be to be questioned about why he said that. And Jada Pickett Smith would be front front right, line and center asking him why he disrespect those two um those two black women like that. Right? Even though he had a reason and felt he had a way of saying you know had a cause of saying that Bob attacking his friend and a basketball player who played for a team where he's from. Once again, you know, this brother family, wife and all that was being disrespected. I mean come on. Look what was said, you know, during the during the time that he passed away. I mean, come on, right? You know, right or right is right is right and wrong is wrong. And, and Snoop had his reason, and maybe Gail King had hers, but she just set set this set this thing at the wrong time, and maybe they could have dealt with it better than that, right? And not deal with it live on TV and post videos on Instagram and Facebook about it, right? It could have probably been handled better than that, but. In the spirit of the moment, when you heat it and you mad, you address how you feel, right? So we're gonna move on, right? After being, after Jada Pickett Smith invited him to the to the uh, red table talk, it would, it the whole table would flip and turn and spin to her now being now confessing to Will Smith live on TV, where you could. When you was able to stream this, stream this all around the world about her having entanglement with August Alstina. Now, come on, people. Come on. You got to be serious, right? You got to be serious about this. I mean, come on. It could have been dressed a little bit better, right? Huh? Well, could have did this off TV. I feel. I feel they could have did handled this off TV instead of on TV, right? Just addressing about this entanglement, right? This so-called entanglement that she had, right? You know, to me, cheating is cheating, people. And at the end of the day, if Will, which I hope, did did have did not have no knowledge of it, and they had some type of agreement to where both went and disrespect each other like that, I don't understand why she would do this. I mean, come on, you got to be kidding me, right? So with that being said, you know. We gonna we gonna spin the tables again. You know, 2020 was a a ill ill year, people. I mean, it was 
This year was crazy. I mean, you got to be kidding me, right? So with that being said, we're going to move on. Okay, and dress some more. Okay. Unfortunately, we, we lost another young king by the name of King Shooter from Queensbridge Projects. Now, he was an up-and-coming artist. His lyrics would, would be able to p- pierce your mind for days. You know, just the way he delivered his bars and all, right? And, he, and the brother, brother Nas and his brother Jungle would, uh, would sign his brother because they seen the potential and they seen them in him, right? Them in him. You know, just to be able to sign this guy, they had to see something that they seen in themselves, right? And he will go on to proving that by delivering some mixtapes, right? With some catchy tells from the hood hooks that just blast your mind when he when he when he spit it, he just tore you up, right? And it made you not forget him. If not nothing else, you didn't forget King Shooter, right? And the faithful have it, he would end up in the hospital sick and practically in a coma due to him him thinking because it was Hennessy that he was drinking that put him there and not realizing COVID-19 had took had took over and dominated his body and, and, and took that man and bo- brought that man back to the essence. Peace King, rest of power King, my condolences to you and your family and your friends and your associates. Queensbridge, stand up, stay strong. Y'all got a lot of kings and queens that got talent, and I'm sure y'all gonna keep his legacy alive. Nas, Jungle, Street Dream Records, Master Pill. You know, once again, y'all put out some great artists, and I know he was that one, that next one coming up, and y'all did a great job with him, and I'm sure his family and friends would appreciate that, because I know I do. You know, I was blessed to hear his music, I didn't know that much about him, but when I did hear him, I felt like I knew him for years, you know? Absolutely. So moving on, after that long young brother would go back into the essence, and, and things would take a turnaround for the better. Nas would put out one of his most stand-up anticipated albums, period. For decades, not even for the year, for decades to go on, right? This would be another carve out in the odd jobs and start start to look up to and glance at album called King Disease. Now, King Disease for me spoke spoke about pretty much everything we was going through, right? I mean, because you, you was going through so many different transformations, right? You know. This to be here still. This to be here still. After this, this to live past 2020 is a blessing, right, people? So during the 2020 stage that we was going through, COVID 19, six feet distance, have your mask on, stay clean, clean your hands, and all that stuff that came along with it. I mean, you have to be thankful that you that you still have a life, right? And this King disease put it really put what we was going through in the respective. If you go back and listen to it, right? He, he not only would talk about that, he, he would also address black, how black is so excellent, right? And what I meant by what I mean by that, he, he would come out with a song called Osher Black, right? And Osher Black would speak for black, the black essence excellence in black, and how how being black, you have to be proud to be black. And 
be happy that you black and don't give up being black and all right and he would address that in a in a diss song called ultra black towards doja cat and what happened was doja cat did an interview talking about her ethnicity and how she's more jewish than black and her faith would be questioned and be tested so Nas will come out with Osha Black, let her know, don't ever be scared of being black, right? I mean, I, I don't really think it was a diss song. I thought I, I thought it was something more like a fool for thought, some Jews to throw at her, throw at that young queen to let her know, listen, don't be scared to be black. Don't 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 feel unworthy of being black. You know, black black is excellence. Black is black is strength. Black is beauty. And enjoy being black. Appreciate your black, right? And that's all that was. And that's why, I, that's how I understood it. And that's how I took it. That's what I read on, you know, read on that whole OSHA black thing. You know, un, you know, really listen to understand what he was talking about on OSHA black in general. Period. I don't think he just went at her. I think he was really trying to educate on who she really is. And that's all that was, people. That's all that was. So moving on. We gonna move on, okay. This next brother, oh man, this next brother, man, brother Hell from the Bronx, one of the best punchline throwers in the game, one of the best, one of the best hip hop artists, right? Who didn't really get his full recognition on his body of work, and what I mean by that, people, I mean, let's be honest, I mean every. Mixtape song he came out with was an album song to me. Even if they, even some people didn't see him making an album, he he made albums, right? Okay. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And if y'all don't, y'all better ask somebody. Fred the Godson. Fred the Godson. He was he was the same artist who would who would come on and get recognized through DJs and producers to the point where locks couldn't deny him to do a to do songs with them, right? And they would do go on and do songs with, with each other. And those songs would turn into something beautiful, right? And people would start putting their ears to ears to the streets more to find out about this brother. And they were and they would find out he was the real deal. Every word he spoke couldn't be implicated. I mean he just had a wordplay that just couldn't be implicated. Fred the Godson, we appreciate your body of work. I appreciate it. Whether it was short lived or not. You did a great body of work. I mean, one of my favorite freestyles, hands down, is I'm Ready. The same I'm Ready beat that you, that you um, freestyle over on, um, on YouTube. And I really appreciate it. That's one of my favorite ones. Even though I got favorite songs of yours as well. We can keep going on knowing about your body of work. You did a great job. Rest in power, King. My condolences um, to your family and friends and associates that knew you. I appreciate you. Bronx, stand the fuck up. Okay, moving on. Okay. So we got Cardi B. And you know Cardi B, you know. The jokester. The fashion. The fashion trendsetter. The one who you who you don't take serious, but you take serious. Cardi B, right? Cardi B would go on and surprise us with a COVID-19 anthem called Corona Virus 
shit is real, coronavirus, and that would turn into mix mixtape videos, different versions on YouTube. It would it would blow up. It would even blow up, right? Out of nowhere, right? It would get so serious to the point where it blew up out of nowhere, right? People would take the song and flip it and remix it. DJs we we even tamper with it. You know, once again, like I said, this during this during these uh, terrible times and dark times of the COVID-19 stage, especially in 2020, once again, people, we had a lot of creativity come out of it. We had a lot of creativity come out of something that was so serious, right? And sometimes I, I know some some people don't take Cardi B serious, but I do. In certain ways, I do. Yes, I do. And she do make some great music and stuff. And sometimes some people can't understand it, but I understood when she said, Corona, coronavirus, y'all, shit is real. Shit is real. Okay? And she did that. And that just want, that just marked, that just put another plus into her career, right? Who would have thought that that word coming from out of her mouth would have been that popular? But most of the time, the things she do say become popular. She's a trendsetter, y'all. And that's just that. Because I took it serious when she said it. And I, and I surely didn't laugh either. Okay, moving on. We're going to talk about who I want to talk about next. I want to talk about, I want to talk about Trump. Okay, you know, yeah, he was out, he, he won the election. He was our president, right? Bad time went on during this COVID-19 process. You know, he was also told by Obama after he, after he left the administration to be to be prepared for this virus that was coming and prepare the country for it. He he will also not go on and not take him take Obama words that serious, right? That's crazy, man. I mean, just crazy the way that turns out, right? You know, the whole protesting thing, the whole quarantine thing, wearing masks, six feet distance thing, stimulus package thing, you know. So if etc. and go on, cops, cops um losing control, people getting shot, innocent bystanders, the whole nine, right? During his you know, during his administration. People would get fired, people would come up missing, you name it, right? And then he was he, all of a sudden he would show some interest in the hip hop culture. Donald Trump have interest in the hip-hop cultures. Unheard of to me, right? But I just couldn't believe who, who these candidates was. You know, guys like Young Jeezy, who almost find interest in him and then turn and then turn around and, and change his mind. Guys like Ice Cube would go back and forth with him and then turn around and change his mind due to some money, right? Little Pump and Kodak Black. What candidate for this guy like it was nothing? Kanye West even what Go all out and candidate for this guy like it was nothing, right? You know, you couldn't tell him no different. And it's, it, 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 I mean, and come on, the same Kodak Black that got locked up and the same Kodak Black that disrespected Kobe, Kobe Bryant's wife? Oh, y'all don't, rem- y'all don't remember? Or do I got to refresh your memory on how he said if, if she needs somebody to talk to, to come and talk to him and he, 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 she, he, he could be the show that she leaned on, right? Well, anyway, moving on. That just, that just one of the awkward things I just find being awkward. Okay, moving on. You know, he would even make mockeries out of people who, who caught the COVID-19 in his administration, out of his administration. 
and turn around three, four days later, come out, come, come down with the COVID-19 and then come back and pull his mask off in front of, in front of the media in his administration on live TV, people. Is you kidding me? This is crazy. Man, I don't understand. I couldn't really... I understood his presidency, but I just couldn't understand why he was um, chosen for it. All right. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to him later. Him and his pro-Trump um, 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 movers. Right. All right. Anyway. We'll get back to him later. Okay. So, like... So, like, what, what I was talking about again, like, how... Remember when I was talking about how creative people was um, being during this transmission in this 2020 COVID-19 stage? Well, God, even guys like the hip-hop legend, DJ D-Nice will even jump in and come in and save the day with his quarantine club after dark spin mixes. He would even... He would even break days, break day. I mean, sit, sit up seven, eight hours, spinning, spinning and turning and playing some of the best authentic music that we hear in 20, 30 years. I would even listen in and be mind blown by how he put these put these songs together and playing them, playing like that. Like if they like if they like if it was his first time being played when I heard that brother play his spin, spin the music the way he did. I almost thought that these songs was new. You know, and I have to congratulate you, D-Nice, for doing that. You know, a lot of people don't know that you produced a lot of songs and beats. You know, even for um, MC Light. You know, Light as a Rock was one of the songs he produced and beats he made. You know, he just did astonishing things, man. I mean, amazing hip-hop artists. You know, thank you for your hard work, D-Nice. He would even get recognized by the Obama administration. They would even give him a reward. They would reward him. For his great body of work he did in his COVID-19. You know, much power to you, man. Peace, King, for all the great work you doing and did and continue on doing in hip-hop culture. I appreciate that. Let's move on. Boosie would turn around even and throw some shots at Dwayne's Wayne's son, making comments about his his sexual his sexual prefaces, calling him out on air. Constantly, and then Mike Tyson will call him down to his podcast radio station and confront him about it. Even right, you know, because grown men do grown man stuff, right? And it wasn't cool for him to go about it the way he did because he got kids of his own. Last time I checked, you just don't do that like that, right? Even being a parent and a man, right? There's a certain way you could go about addressing something, and he he would get addressed it by Mike Tyson, right? To the point where I almost thought he almost thought he got knocked out right there in the chair, right then and there. And and be taught a lesson in a certain way as well. You know, and I appreciate you, Mike Tyson, for approaching that man like that the way you did. Let him understand where he was wrong at. For real. Because that was crazy. Boosie, little Boosie stop it. He would even get kicked off of IG for a long period of time. You know, it's craziness, craziness, man. I mean, Boosie was all over the place, man. But, you know, everybody got their issues, right? And everybody's human. Let's don't forget that. Okay? Drake would even stand up and surprise us with a song called The Tussy Slide. Now, I was even shocked about the song. I'm, I'm, uh, You know, when I first heard it, I said, what is this? What is this, right? 
It sounds like some some child's play type of song thing, right? But then I listened to it again and I said, wow, you know, the Tussie slide. Left foot up, right foot slide. You know, after after listening to it for the second and third time, I said, wow, this is this is like meditation music almost. You know, he 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 did this to, you know, let let's let me let let me make it make myself clear. Drake has always been known for making hits, right? And this is this is one of the good hits that he made, right? He he made it just in time. The Tussie Slide, right? You know, and that even kept us occupied, right? And it even probably inspired some people because it surely inspired me to want to do something to, with myself during this transformation process and all, right? And this COVID-19 stage that we was going through, right? And still going through, right? Just to hear that left foot up, right foot, right foot slide took a lot of worries out my mind. It took a lot of worries out my mind. I have to say that. And I'm not saying that's not some of his best work. I mean, he did way better work than that. And he's always known for making hits. But I would have to say this is that hit. During the COVID-19 process, he stood up and did something. And he did. He made us dance, people. He made us He made us dance. He made us uplift our spirits. We appreciate it, Drake, for your whole hard body of work. I appreciate it. And thank you for that. You know, the Tussie Slide will always be remembered. Once again, all right, moving on. My even Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. will have a will have a boxing match under Thriller under that Thriller app live, right? Right? They would have a boxing match, and a boxing match would turn out greatly. Um, and even and even a basketball player will turn around and participate in that boxing match, right? Can you believe it? Can, can, can you believe that a boxing play? Uh, 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 no, a basketball player boxing. Spite of spite of him getting knocked out and all, it doesn't matter, right? He participated to fight, and that's real. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. I big up to y'all for y'all y'all great body of work y'all did over the years. We appreciate seeing y'all box again. Cause let me tell you something. You know who want to keep seeing the same person win? And fight, you know, not not taking nothing from Floyd Mayweather and all, but the legends is the legends, and the le- le- legends always stand strong, right, and always be remembered. And two of my favorites was Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. And I appreciate y'all body of work, and I actually enjoyed that fight, no matter how it went. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you for your contribution into this COVID nineteen stage process that we was going through. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's move on. Okay. Okay, let's talk about Clubhouse for a minute. I want to talk about Clubhouse. For those who don't know about Clubhouse, Clubhouse has been out for a couple of months. And I guess this young brother came up with an idea to pull out a, you know, to put out a audio app called Clubhouse, you know, for people to meet up with each other who who deals with businesses who want to do things for themselves, productive things that is, right? And then they would he would even create rooms for these people to gather up in to pass to, to pass and share information that can help them build their businesses up, right? But then things would t- turn around for the worse for the moment. You would have celebrities throwing shots at back back and forth at each other. Regular civilians doing shots back and forth at each other. Let me tell you something, people. Clubhouse was not made to be a Facebook or Instagram. Let's stop it. Let's don't do that. Let's don't take something that was made of gold 
go back to solid or turn back into mud. Let's don't turn something that's gold into mud. All right. Let's leave Clubhouse the way it should be left. Okay. It's, it's for it's for productive people. My big brother, the king, you know, Dehaven, Dehaven Irby, headache, the one I was just talking, talking to you about earlier. He participating on there. And for those who are interested in hearing his story on there, could get on there as well. But also, people, you have to have an iPhone. They did not make it for Android yet. Okay, moving on. Dr. Dre and his wife go through a go through a divorce battle. Like I said, nobody's perfect, people. Nobody's not perfect. I mean, nobody's not perfect out there, right, people? You know, people, people, you gotta understand this is this transformation for us was very deep. Very, very, very deep, right? And Dre being one of the best producers and the best hip-hop artists in the world to me, you know, coming from the West Coast, and I must say, there's some great music, some great production. And, he, and let's don't forget, he put out some great artists as well. So moving on, and, and he he picked, he chose some great investments. Okay, Apple was one of them. I mean, y'all already know that. Y'all already know about his headphones and all that. His headphone games, crazy. Okay. Who wouldn't... Who would have knew through this stage that he was going through with his wife, which is him and his wife's personal business, even though it was put out for us to see that it would lead him to go into a, to have a brain aneurysm, people. He would almost go into a coma stage in a hospital into being diagnosed with a brain aneurysm, people. A brain aneurysm could kill you, people. Some people don't wake up out of that, but he did. And God is good. And let me tell you something. Nobody's better than nobody, right? Some Sometimes you can have issues to, to where it harms you. I mean, really harm you, right? And I guess that took a toll on him without some people acknowledging it. And I would have to say God was with them. Dre, God bless you. You've always been a great contributor into music. And you always will be, right? And your business is your business, and that's how it goes, right? All of all, hip-hop is hip-hop. You are a great producer, and you are a great artist. And you signed some of the great artists, and you you did some of the great business adventures. And y'all already know what he did. Okay. Dre, you and your family stay strong. I hope, I hope your daughter's okay now. She don't got to argue with people about you. I know that I know that was a lot to deal with. All right, and today... Take care. Enjoy. Stay strong. Peace, gang. Okay, moving on. My man Scarface. Scarface. Y'all know what Scarface I'm talking about. Scarface from the Ghetto Boys. The legendary Scarface. Man. That's why we have to count our blessings, people. Let me tell you. This is some deep times. Who would have knew that Scarface, the hip-hop artist from Texas, would have needed a kidney transplant, people? It, his health got to the point where he needed a kidney transplant, people. It don't get no worse than that, right? Right? For him to have to get on and post about him needing a kidney transplant, people, that was serious. That was so deep. So deep. You know, I'm just happy that he did get one. I'm happy he's doing better and pulling through. And once again, for hip-hop, that's some real shit. And whoever donated that to him, God will bless you. And that is true. You know, 
you, your blessings will be received. And I'm sure him and his family appreciate it. One for hip hop. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk about, I want to talk about the brother, Chadwick um, Bosman. You know, the Black Panther, the king, right? You know, he finally admitted to him being sick and all, right? On why he dressed it, why he, why he lost weight and stuff. And people were, and people was making fun of this brother, making fun of him, right? They forgot all about his body of work that he did. And they were just treating him like he was nothing, right? Man, I tell you people, if it was you, it'd be a whole different story. I don't think we should do stuff like that. I don't think we should judge people, especially in the times that they're suffering. That's not cool. You know, that brother Chaswick did some great body of work. Y'all know him as the Black Panther, the king. Come on. You know, Wakanda. You know, may he rest in peace. Hopefully his family staying strong. My condolences to him, to his family and friends and associates. Moving on. Okay. Let's move on, people. I want to talk about... Wow. I got to talk about this brother, man. MF Doom. Let's talk about the brother MF Doom for a minute. MF Doom was a conscious hip-hop artist who, who, who represented nothing but consciousness, right? He was so good at what he did, he would go and selling underground platinum albums and, I, and I'm not just talking about one album people I'm talking about consistent albums he put out consistent music and he was very known for his mask his Dr. Doom mask that is the Dr. Doom mask you know for those who know who Dr. Doom is know that MF Doom represented that right it was a symbol to him right it meant a lot to him right he would rock that mask like it was like like it was no tomorrow right he was dedicated to that mask right he would wear that mask so much he would make Dr. Doom's brand more bigger itself. He would take that character, those characteristics and turn it into something great. This conscious brother was really good at what he, really good at what he did. The way he manifested his words. If y'all ever listened to him, I mean, I don't even think some people even knew he was um, knew he was British. Yes, he was born. Um, he, he was born a British, British native. He moved to Long Island and grew up in Long Island. But he's born from Great Britain. Can you believe that, people? Some people didn't even know that he was British. MF Doom, I'm talking about, people. You know, one of the one of the best underground hip hop artists that hip hop ever seen in the conscious form. Very respectful to the game. Very appreciative to the game, and very dedicated and very driven to the game. You know, just being himself. Didn't want no extra um, accolades. Just what he did was just enough for you, right? And you respected it. MF Doom, we appreciate your body of work. I appreciate your body of work. You did something for hip-hop that hip-hop never seen before. You brought a different energy in there that we will never forget. Rest of power to that king, MF Doom, man. To the conscious people, stand up. Absolutely. Let's move on. Okay, so as we got closer into later into the 2000 year, right? People had questions about what Uncle Mur- what Uncle Murder response was going to be. You know, you know who I'm talking about, Uncle Murder. You already know Uncle Murder. You know who Uncle Murder is. We know who he is. He actually came from being down with Rough Riders, and then he started coming out with freestyle disses. Right, and those freestyles, freestyles, 
will get him catapult, catapulted to being recognized. It's guys like 50 Cent and Jay-Z will, want, will turn around and want to sign him, brother. So bad because they knew his hooks and his um and his punchlines was crazy. Let's just admit it. So we so we were so anxious to know, to want to know what he was gonna put out. Y'all already know people another wrap up. Another wrap up because he he got known for doing these wrap-ups, right? These wrap-ups to the whole year, right? These this wrap-up, wrap-up songs, right? They would get so popular, they would be even demanded, and we would look for it and want to hear it, right? So as we got close to the end of 2020, we wanted to hear what Uncle Murder had to say, right? So people was questioning whether he was going to do another one or not. You know, people was busy. You know, people got busy schedules. You know, everybody got a busy schedule, no matter what field of work you in, right? Let's just keep it real, right? He will finally surprise us with the wrap-up 2020. And I must have to say that wrap-up 2020 was amazing, Uncle Murder. I mean, well said. I couldn't hit, I couldn't, I, I don't even want to listen to somebody else's version of it. I'm good with that. I'm satisfied with that 2020 version that you kicked. As always, you always deliver on time. And when you do, even when you don't let us know what you're delivering, you deliver. And I appreciate that so much, Uncle Murder. Man, that was mind blowing. Let me tell you, man. Uncle Murder, keep doing your thing. Man. All right, moving on. After, like I said, once again, after the Bean passed away, the Black Mumbo passed away, his Kobe Bryant team, the LA Lakers, would even take it to the streets and protest. They would stop what they they stopped their body of work that they known as doing playing ball and bouncing balls and go out to the street and protest and march for George Floyd because it was just something to do. It was just the right thing to do, right, people? I mean, you know, to see to see him not play ball for a day or two or three ain't gonna kill us, right? I mean, they actually out there marching with the people, right? You know, so they would go on, they would salute, they would bow their head, they would grieve. And they would go out and protest. And, that, and that's what I'm talking about. LA Lakers standing up, stay strong. Y'all did what y'all had to do. Y'all showed and proved. Not only show and proved that y'all won, won the championship, but showed and proved to the world the other things y'all could do in this basketball league, right? How y'all could push the envelope even more. Man, that was beautiful. All the, all the work y'all did in 2020 was great. I appreciate it. I seen what y'all was doing. It would be, it would be not forgotten. Okay, let's move on. Donald Trump. Oh, man, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Okay, where can I start? Like I said, right? So we talked about the six feet rule, the masses, the vaccination shots, the over-exaggerated numbers of people dying and being diagnosed with it, right? You know, like I said, he would make jokes about the stuff. He would eat, you know, some some of the stuff he would tell the truth about would also make jokes about it. And also say that we kicking his ass, that it's gonna go away eventually. But we seen different. You know, the data showed us different. The data was up and down, it was confused either way, right? But we also knew as we got close to the inauguration, the inauguration, which shows us who's gonna be president. We knew something else was to come. He would he would make a statement saying, tweet, tweeting that on January 6th, watch, watch watch what happens. And 
the manifestation of that statement will come true. A group of pro, a group of pro-Trump protesters were more about and violently storm inside the state capitol and destroy things. Now, come on, people. If it was other groups of people that did this, it would have been a whole different story. A lot of people would have got killed. Even though a lot of people got hurt and a couple of people did get killed, two rights don't make a wrong, people. He knew he was wrong for that. His followers knew they was wrong for that. And that's just the bottom line. Because I'm not going to sit up here and sugarcoat violence because violence is not cool. You know, making a point is cool, but over, over the top violence is not cool, people. That was not cool. That was not cool. Okay. He would even separately wish his goodbyes and say his goodbyes to the people who believe in, believe in him being a great president and thanking him and wishing him well separately from Harris and Joe Biden, right? And make his way out. And as he's as he's making his way out, Joe Biden and Harris is being squared in, and they and they were. Show their dedication to how they're going to live up to their oath and their body of work, right? So all we can hope, people, once again, we will see the results of the, this. We, we, got, a, we got this rest of this year to go, right? The rest of this 2021, 2021 to go to see the results, right? It's all about the results, right? So as Trump wished us farewell, they got sworn in. We'll see the body of work. Talk is over. Action is definitely is what we need, right? And even with that, in between that, even in inauguration, you will see all these bunch of fashions being presented. You will see Michelle and Obama dress real nice. You will see the Bush and them dress all nice. Hillary dress nice. And Bernie Sanders being put on blast on how he was sitting. With glove mittens on. Come on, people. This is crazy. You will even see people making funny jokes about it online. You know, posting pictures on Instagram and Facebook. Even adding his picture, you know, adding his picture onto their pictures and such. Even hip-hop artists, sport players, actors, you name it. Regular bystanders, you name it. Well... Show this picture like it was a, if that was more fashionable than what we've seen people wearing. I mean, Bernie Sanders' picture, let's be honest, people, became more popular than the whole inauguration itself, right? But not, not more popular than Amanda Gomez' poem called The Hills We Climb. The Hills We Climb poem, she would manifest it and break it down and express it so much deeply coming from within the whole world would be shooken up I felt like the whole world was being shooken as she was speaking and I hope people this young queen didn't waste her breath and didn't waste her energy because that poem relates to all of us it relates to the things in our life and things that we went through every word to word that Amanda Gomez expressed it out of her mouth was remarkable was sincerely true and real and let me tell you, that stood out more than anything in that inauguration that I seen. That girl being from LA, being an LA native, being young and black, means something to me. And it will mean something to me, right? And it's just crazy how 
She got recognized for this and not all the other body of work before that. But however, God prevails, right? So this was her chance to really be recognized, right? Amanda Gomez, appreciate your poem. It was very touching. It touched me deeply. And I will never forget it. Absolutely. I want to say you did a great body of work. I'm familiar with po um, poets. And you are one of those legendary po poets. Hands down. Thank you for your body of work. We appreciate it. Listen, people, this is Mr. Hip Hop Phenomenon tune, um, tuning in again, giving you that rugged and raw news. Peace and blessings. I'm out. Peace and blessings, everybody. You are now welcome to another episode of Mr. Hip Hop Phenomenon. You are now tuned in. Now tuned in. Yeah, it's time to flip the pages, people. My supporters and listeners, part me for the wait. It's been long overdue. I had a lot of things going on in between. You know, this whole COVID-19 would sometimes push you, push you out your view and out your vibe. But I'm back in my vibe. And I'm back, Mr. Hip Hop Phenomenon. Okay, let's get into it. In the United States, nearly one in five USA adults live with mental illness. Mental, mental illness, people. You hear, you hear me? Mental illness. This is a deep one. And the reason why I'm about to start, start on this subject is because of the simple fact I know somebody daily that's significant to me that I had, that I had love that's dealing with this. And a lot of us don't like to address it or talk about it because some of us feel ashamed. And I feel as though that we need to address it and we need to talk about it, talk about it and we need to overcome it. And we need to fight this disease that had been plaguing us for decades. Okay, let's do it, people. Mental illness, 51.5 million. How many, and how many people all over the world are suffering? How many people over the world are suffering? People, you wouldn't believe this. 450 million people all over the world is suffering. 5 million in our country and 450 million around the world is suffering from this um, illness. And like I said again, people, if you got the information and resources to help someone that's dealing with this, do it. Because it could be you tomorrow. You could be the next one tomorrow that need that type of help, right? So let's let's really fight, not just fight for injustices in America and all around the world. Let's fight against the diseases that have been plaguing us all around the world and these issues, these spiritual issues, these physical issues, and these mental issues, right? Which is illnesses, right? That, 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 that's what they call them, right? Let's figure out how to fight this for real. Let's gather up our resources and, and, and fight this, okay? Moving on, if you know somebody, your family, friends, and associates, like I said, I know somebody that's dealing with this, and that's why I'm talking about it, and that's why I'm dressing, and that's why I'm opening up to it, because I, I know I was pretty much borderline at at one time or another, or suffering for some trauma. You know, some of us even suffer from trauma coming from those big urban cities, and y'all know what I'm talking about, people. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know what type of trauma I'm talking about. You know, let's talk about this, and let's address it, and let's, let's conquer this fear 
this disease that's been plaguing us and let's move on with it, right? Let's do this. Let's grab up our resources and get together. Let's do it because I'm going to do it. I'm going to put my hand out there and extend my arm and my help to do so as well. Absolutely. Moving on. I, I would like to give two individuals some shout outs, you know, for the great work they've been doing and stuff, you know, on on IG, on Facebook, you name it. Even got even got the young brother, the young king doing things on on what you call this new app, Clubhouse. He's been talking about it lately. You know, Dehaven Irby. For those who don't know, Dehaven Irby was Jay Z Jay Z friend, concubine, and ex-brother. They actually live next door to each other in the same building, came from the same projects, was called Marcy. Y'all know the big mogul, Jay Z, Jiggerman, Hover, right? You know, well, he's doing big things. You know, he moved on from the situation that y'all knew him for. For those who know who I'm talking about, Dehaven Irby Headache, aka Headache, aka Gill, and doing big things, you know, making things happen. You know, he got his IG thing going on. He's talking about, he's talking about Clubhouse and how it helps people as far as, you know, getting more knowledge to know about how to create a business and and to do, um, you know, astonish things with it, you know, you know. And that's what we need to be doing. You know, we need to be hooking up with people's like people like that big brother right there. You know, he's always on IG live. For those who don't know, could get, go on his go on Dehaven Irby IG live because he got two pages. He got Marcy May series, and then he got the Dehaven Irby page as well. But shout out to that brother, you know, for standing up and doing what's right, you know, taking control of his life and making things happen as such. You know, for those who are interested, need to check out his documentary called Marcy May Documentary. It was mind-blowing. It's, it's actually mind-blowing. I even seen it for myself, even, for, even though I'm from the neighborhood. But I got to see a, a more clearer understanding and a more stronger perspective on where he was coming from based off the over 20-something year relationship that he had with Sean Corey Carter, which is known as Jay-Z, once again, people. You know, much big ups to that brother. Peace. Moving on. My cousin, that bl- my black queen, doing big things, man. I mean, she's doing tons of things. She got a podcast called A, a Tribe of Fertility. Y'all need to check her out. The, the, the Tribe Called Fertility. Yeah, her name is Sonora... Joy, Joy Woods, y'all need to check out, look out, you know, you know, check out her, um, you know, her platform. She even got a brand called It's All Good, It's All Good, um, me- medicine, you know, vitamins and minerals and stuff for us to take to stay healthy, you know, all good, holistic supplies. Check her out. You know, she's on she's on Instagram as well. Sonora Joy Woods. Check her out. That's the queen right there. That's somebody else who took control and made something happen out of this COVID-19. Like I said, there's so many people who took control of themselves during this um, pandemic and this COVID-19 and really made something happen for themselves. And then you could also, if you believe in yourself just a little bit more, push yourself a little bit more. Okay, moving on. Cardi B. Oh, oh, actually, we're going to talk about her next. The King, the Bing, the Black Mumbo, Kobe Bryant, y'all, Kobe Bryant, yes. Unfortunately, we lost that King to a plane accident 
and his daughter as well, they will be very missed. The young queen would be very missed. My condolences to his family. On January 26, 2020, we lost the Bean, the Black Mumbo, and his family, their family lost a husband, a son, a friend, an associate, and a business partner. It would get it would get so crazy during this during this transformation. You will see his numbers, his number being put up like if it was the bats um bat signal, bat symbol in the sky. Let me correct myself, like if it was the bat symbol in the sky. You will see it on you will see it on Revy's different sport on sport players, sneakers, pants, jerseys, you name it, right? On his ongoing process that that hurted us so much. Because he definitely was a big loss. I would like to say he was definitely one of the big losses that we took, right? And I'm and I want to talk some more about him. So during his passing, was still probably hurt, you know, was still hurt us to this day. Because I know it still hurts me. You know, I kind of, you know, I miss seeing that guy. You know, period. And y'all, y'all understand why, you know, his talent was impeccable. I mean, come on. He was great on that basketball court, like I said, you know. So moving on, Gail King and Oprah would question his legacy and try to disrespect him, his family and what he built, right? She would question his legacy about rape allegations and that such, right? And Snoop, being, being, a, being a native from L.A., would retaliate. By saying, by saying stuff like, we come, you better stop it before we come and get you. And and, and, and say things like, a dog, you a dog had beat. And you know what that means, people, right? But after saying that, he would get invited on, he would get invited on the red table by Jada Pickett Smith and her family to be to be questioned about why he said that. And Jada Pickett Smith would be front front line and center asking why he disrespect those two um those two black women like that. Right? Even though he had a reason and felt he had a way of saying you know, had a cause of saying that by protecting his friend and a basketball player who played for a team where he's from. Once again, you know, this brother family, wife and all that was being disrespected. I mean, come on. Look what was said, you know, during the during the time that he passed away. I mean, come on, right? You know, right or right and right is right and wrong is wrong. And, and Snoop had his reason, and maybe Gail King had hers, but she just set set this set this thing at the wrong time, and maybe they could have dealt with it better than that, right? And not deal with it live on TV and post videos on Instagram and Facebook about it, right? It could have probably been handled better than that, but. In the spirit of the moment, when you heat it and you mad, you address how you feel, right? So we're gonna move on, right? After being after Jada Pickett Smith invited him to the to the uh, red table talk, it would it the whole table would flip and turn and spin to her now being now confessing to Will Smith live on TV where you could. When you was able to stream this, stream this all around the world about her having entanglement with August Alstina. Now, come on, people. Come on. You got to be serious, right? You got to be serious about this. 
I mean, come on. It could have been dressed a little bit better, right? Hardwell could have did this off TV, I feel. I feel they could have did handled this off TV instead of on TV, right? Just addressing about this entanglement, right? This so-called entanglement that she had, right? You know, to me, cheating is cheating, people. And at the end of the day, if Will, which I hope, did, did, have, did not have no knowledge of it, and they had some type of agreement to where both went and disrespect each other like that, I don't understand why she would do this. I mean, come on, you got to be kidding me, right? So with that being said, you know, we're going we gonna to spin the tables again. You know, 2020 was a, a ill, ill year, people. I mean, it was, this year was crazy. I mean, you got to be kidding me, right? So with that being said, we're going to move on. Okay, and dress some more. Okay. Unfortunately, we, we lost another young king by the name of King Shooter from Queensbridge Projects. Now, he was an up-and-coming artist. His lyrics would, would be able to p- pierce your mind for days. You know, just the way he delivered his bars and all, right? And, he, and the brother brother Nas and his brother Jungle would, uh, would sign his brother because they seen the potential and they seen them in him, right? Them in him. You know, just to be able to sign this guy, they had to see something that they seen in themselves, right? And he will go on to proving that by delivering some mixtapes, right? With some catchy tells from the hood hooks that just blast your mind when he when he when he spit it, he just tore you up, right? And it made you not forget him. If not nothing else, you didn't forget King Shooter, right? And the faithful have it, he would end up in the hospital sick and practically in a coma due to him him thinking because it was Hennessy that he was drinking that put him there and not realizing COVID-19 had took had took over and dominated his body and, and, and took that man and brought, brought that man back to the essence. Peace King rest in power King my condolences to you and your family and your friends and your associates Queensbridge stand up stay strong it, y'all got a lot of kings and queens that got talent and I'm sure y'all gonna keep his legacy alive. Nas, Jungle, Street Dream Records, Master Pill. You know, once again, y'all y'all put out some great artists, and I know he was that one, that next one coming up. And y'all did a great job with him. And I'm sure his family and friends would appreciate that. Cause I know I do. You know, I was blessed to hear his music. I didn't know that much about him, but when I did hear him, I felt like I knew him for years, you know? Absolutely. So moving on, after that long, young brother would go back into the essence and, and things would take a turnaround for the better. Nas would put out one of his most stand-up anticipated albums, period, for decades. Not even for the year, for decades to go on, right? This would be another... Carve out in the eye jobs and start start to look up to him and glance at album called King Disease. Now, King Disease for me spoke spoke about pretty much everything we was going through, right? I mean, because you, you was going through so many different transformations, right? You know, this to be here still, this to be here still after 
this uh, this lift past 2020 is a blessing, right, people? So during the 2020 stage that we was going through COVID-19, six feet distance, have your mask on, stay clean, clean your hands, and all that stuff that came along with it. I mean, you have to be thankful that you that you still have a life, right? And this King disease put it really put what we was going through in respect. If you go back and listen to it, right? He, he not only would talk about that, he, he would also address black, how black is so excellent, right? And what I meant by what I mean by that, he, he would come out with a song called Osher Black, right? And Osher Black would speak for black, the black excellence in black and how how being black, you have to be proud to be black and be happy that you black and don't give up being black and all, right? And he would address that in a, in a diss song called Osher Black. Towards Doja Cat And what happened was Doja Cat Did an interview Talking about her ethnicity And how she's more Jewish than black And her faith would be questioned And be tested So Nas will come out with Osha Black Let her know Don't ever be scared of being black Right I mean I, I don't really think it was a diss song I thought, I, I thought it was something more like A fool for thought Some Jews to throw at her Throw at that young queen to let her know, listen, don't be scared to be black. Don't 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 feel unworthy of being black. You know, black black is excellence. Black is black is strength. Black is beauty, and enjoy being black. Appreciate your black, right? And that's all that was. And that's why that's how I understood it. And that's how I took it. That's what I read on. You know. Right on that whole OSHA Black thing, you know, un, you know, really listen to understand what he was talking about on OSHA Black in general, period. I don't think he just went at her. I think he was really trying to educate on who she really is. And that's all that was, people. That's all that was. So moving on. We're going to move on. OK. This next brother. Oh, man, this next brother, man. Brother Hell from the Bronx. One of the best punchline throwers in the game. One of the best, one of the best hip-hop artists, right? Who didn't really get his full recognition on his body of work. And what I mean by that, people, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, every mixtape song he came out with was an album song to me. Even if they... Even some people didn't see him making an album. He he made albums, right? Okay. Y'all know who I'm talking about. And if y'all don't, y'all better ask somebody. Fred the Godson. Fred the Godson. He was he was the same artist who would who would come on and get recognized through DJs and producers to the point where Locks couldn't deny him to do us to do songs with him, right? And they would do go on and do songs with, with each other. And those songs would turn into something beautiful, right? And people would start putting their ears to, ears to the streets more to find out about this brother. And they, would, uh, and they would find out he was the real deal. Every word he spoke couldn't be implicated. I mean, he just had a wordplay that just couldn't be implicated. Fred the Godson, we appreciate your body of work. I appreciate it. Whether it was short-lived or not, you did a great body of work. I mean, one of my favorite freestyles hands down is I'm ready the same I'm ready beat that you that you on freestyle over on on, on YouTube 
And I really appreciate that. That's one of my favorite ones. Even though I got favorite songs of yours as well. We can keep going on on about your body of work. You did a great job. Rest in power, King. My condolences um, to your family and friends and associates that knew you. I appreciate you. Bronx, stand the fuck up. Okay, moving on. Okay. So we got Cardi B. And you know Cardi B, you know. The jokester. The fashion, the fashion trendsetter. The one who you who you don't take serious, but you take serious. Cardi B, right? Cardi B would go on and surprise us with a COVID-19 anthem called Coronavirus. Shit is real. Coronavirus. And that would turn into mix mixtape videos. Different versions on YouTube, it would it would blow up. It would even blow up, right? Out of nowhere, right? It would get so serious to the point where it blew up out of nowhere, right? People would take the song and flip it and remix it. DJs we we even tamper with it. You know, once again, like I said, this during this during these terrible times and dark times of the COVID-19 stage, especially in 2020, once again, people. We had a lot of creativity come out of it. We had a lot of creativity come out of something that was so serious, right? And sometimes I, I know some some people don't take Cardi B serious, but I do. In certain ways, I do. Yes, I do. And she do make some great music and stuff. And sometimes some people can't understand it, but I understood when she said Corona, Corona virus, y'all, shit is real, shit is real, okay? And she did that, and that just want that just marked that just put another plus. Into her career, right? Who would have thought that that word coming from out of her mouth would have been that popular? But most of the time, the things she do say become popular. She's a trendsetter, y'all, and that's just that. Because I took it serious when she said it, and I and I surely didn't laugh either. Okay, moving on. We're going to talk about who I want to talk about next. I want to talk about. I want to talk about Trump. Okay. You know, yeah, he was out. He he won the election. He was our president, right? But as time went on during this COVID nineteen process, you know, he was also told by Obama after he, after he left the administration to be to be prepared for this virus that was coming and prepare the country for it. He he will also not go on and not take him take Obama words that serious, right? That's crazy, man. I mean, just crazy the way that turns out, right? You know, the whole protesting thing, the whole quarantine thing, wearing masks, six feet distance thing, stimulus package thing, you know, so off and cetera and go on. Cops, cops um, losing control, people getting shot, innocent bystanders, the whole nine, right? During his, you know, during his administration, people would get fired. People would come up missing, you name it, right? And then he was he, all of a sudden he would show some interest in the hip hop culture. Donald Trump have interest in the hip hop cultures, unheard of to me, right? But I just couldn't believe who who these candidates was. You know, guys like Young Jeezy, who almost find interest in him and then turn then turn around and, and change his mind. Guys like Ice Cube will go back and forth with him and then turn around and change his mind due to some money, right? Little Pump, 
and Kodak Black were candidate for this guy like it was nothing. Kanye West even would go all out and candidate for this guy like it was nothing, right? You know, you couldn't tell him no different. And it's, it, 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 I mean, and come on, the same Kodak Black that got locked up and the same Kodak Black that disrespected Kobe Bryant's wife? Oh, y'all don't, rem- y'all don't remember? Or do I got to refresh your memory on how he said if, if she needs somebody to talk to, to come and talk to him and he, 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 she, he, he could be the show that she lean on, right? Well, anyway, moving on. That's just, that just one of the awkward things I just find being awkward. Okay, moving on. You know, he would even make mockeries out of people who, who caught the COVID-19 in his administration, out of his administration, and turn around three, four days later, come out, come, come down with the COVID-19 and then come back and pull his mask off in front of, in front of the media in his administration on live TV, people. Is you kidding me? This is crazy. Man, I don't understand. I couldn't really, I know I understood his presidency, but I just couldn't understand why he was um, chosen for it. All right, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to him later. Him and his pro um, Trump um, mo- um, movers. Right, all right. Anyway, we'll get back to him later. Okay. So like, so like what, what I was talking about again, like how, remember I was talking about how creative people was um, being during this transmission in this 2020 COVID-19 stage? Well, God, even guys like the hip hop legend, DJ D Nice will even jump in and come in and save the day with his quarantine club after dark spin mixes. He would even he would even break days, break day. I mean, sit sit up seven eight hours spinning spinning and turning and playing some of the best authentic music that we hear in 20, 30 years. I would even listen in. And be mind blown by how he put these put these songs together and playing them playing like that. Like if they like if they like if it was his first time being played. When I heard that brother play his spin spin the music the way he did, I almost thought that these songs was new. You know, and I have to congratulate you, D Nice, for doing that. You know, a lot of people don't know that you produced a lot of songs and beats. You know, even for um MC Light. You know, Light as a Rock was one of the songs he produced and beats he made. You know, he just did astonishing things, man. I mean, amazing hip-hop artists. You know, thank you for your hard work, D-Nice. He would even get recognized by the Obama administration. They would even give him a reward. They would reward him for his great body of work he did in his COVID-19. You know, much power to you, man. Peace, King, for all the great work you doing and did and continue on doing in hip-hop culture. I appreciate that. Let's move on. Boosie would turn around even and throw some shots at Dwayne's Wayne's son, making comments about his his sexual his sexual prefaces, calling him out on air constantly. And then Mike Tyson will call him down to his podcast radio station and confront him about it even, right? You know, because grown men do grown men stuff, right? And it wasn't cool. For him to go about it the way he did Because he got kids of his own Last time I checked You just don't do that like that right? Even being a parent and a man right? There's a certain way you could go about Addressing something And he, he would get addressed by Mike Tyson right? To the point where I almost, thought he, I almost thought he got knocked out Right there in the chair Right then and there And 
and be taught a lesson in a certain way as well, you know. And I appreciate you, Mike Tyson, for approaching that man like that the way you did. Let him understand what he was wrong at. For real, because that was crazy. Boosie, little Boosie, stop it. He would even get kicked off of IG for a long period of time. You know, it's craziness, craziness, man. I mean, Boosie was all over the place, man. But, you know, everybody got their issues, right? And everybody's human. Let's don't forget that. Okay? Drake would even stand up and surprises with a song called The Tussy Slide. Now, I was even shocked about the song. I'm, I'm, you know, when I first heard it, I said, what is this? What is this, right? It sounded like some... Some child's play type of song thing, right? But then I listened to it again and I said, wow, you know, the tussie slide. Left foot up, right foot slide. You know, after after listening to it for the second and third time, I said, wow, this is this is like meditation music almost. You know, he 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 did this to, you know, let let's let me let let me make it make myself clear. Drake has always been known for making hits, right? And this is this is one of the good hits that he made, right? He he made it just in time. The Tussie Slide, right? You know, and that even kept us occupied, right? And it even probably inspired some people because it surely inspired me to want to do something to, with myself during this transformation process and all, right? And this COVID-19 stage that we was going through, right? And still going through, right? Just to hear that left foot up, right foot, right foot slide. Took a lot of worries out my mind. It took a lot of worries out my mind. I have to say that. And I'm not saying that's not some of his best work. I mean, he did way better work than that. And he's always known for making hits. But I would have to say this is that hit. During the COVID-19 process, he stood up and did something. And he did. He made us dance, people. He made us He made us dance. He made us uplift our spirits. We appreciate it, Drake, for your whole hard body of work. I appreciate it and thank you for that. You know, the Tussie Slide will always be remembered once again. All right, moving on. My even Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. will have a will have a boxing match under Thriller, under that Thriller app live, right? Right? They would have a boxing match, and a boxing match would turn out greatly. Um and even and even a basketball player will turn around and participate in that boxing match, right? Can you believe it? Can, can you believe that a boxing play a, 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 a no, a basketball player boxing? Spite of despite of him getting knocked out and all, it doesn't matter, right? He participated to fight. And that's real. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., I big ups to y'all for y'all y'all great body of work y'all did over the years. We appreciate seeing y'all box again. Because let me tell you something, you know, who want to keep seeing the same person win and fight? You know, not not taking nothing from Floyd Mayweather and all, but the legends is the legends. And the le- le- legends always stand strong, right? And always be remembered. And two of my favorites was Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. And I appreciate y'all body of work. And I actually enjoyed that fight, no matter how it went. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you for your contribution into this COVID-19 stage process that we was going through. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's move on. Okay, okay, let's talk about Clubhouse for a minute. I want to talk about Clubhouse. For those who don't know about Clubhouse, Clubhouse has been out for a couple of months. 
And I guess this young brother came up with an idea to pull out a, you know, to put out a audio app called Clubhouse, you know, for people to meet up with each other who who deals with businesses who want to do things for themselves, productive things that is, right? And then they would he would even create rooms for these people to gather up in to pass to, to pass and share information that could help them build these businesses up, right? But then things would t- turn around for the worse for the moment. You would have celebrities throwing shots at back back and forth at each other. Regular civilians doing shots back and forth at each other. Let me tell you something, people. Clubhouse was not made to be a Facebook or Instagram. Let's stop it. Let's don't do that. Let's don't take something that was made of gold, go back to solid, or turn back into mud. Let's don't turn something that's gold into mud, all right? Let's leave Clubhouse the way it should be left, okay? It's, it's, for, it's for productive people. My big brother, the king, you know, Haven. The Haven Irby headache, the one I was just talking talking to you about earlier, he participating on there, and for those who are interested in hearing his story on there, could get on there as well. But also, people, you have to have an iPhone. They did not make it for Android yet. Okay, moving on. Dr. Dre and his wife go through a go through a divorce battle. Like I said, nobody's perfect, people. Nobody's not perfect. I mean, nobody's not perfect out there, right, people? You know, people, people, you gotta understand this is this transformation for us was very deep. Very, very, very deep, right? And Dre, being one of the best producers and the best hip-hop artists in the world to me, you know, coming from the West Coast, and I must say, there's some great music, some great production. And he and let's don't forget, he put out some great artists as well. So moving on, and and he, he he picked. He chose some great investments. Okay, Apple was one of them. I mean, y'all already know that. Y'all already know about his headphones and all that. His headphone games, crazy. Okay, who wouldn't? Who would have knew through this stage that he was going through with his wife, which is him and his wife' personal business, even though it was put out for us to see that it would lead him to go into a to have a brain aneurysm, people. He would almost go into a coma stage in a hospital into being diagnosed with a brain aneurysm, people. A brain aneurysm could kill you, people. Some people don't wake up out of that, but he did. And God is good. And let me tell you something. Nobody's better than nobody, right? Some Sometimes you can have issues to, to where it harms you. I mean, really harm you, right? And I guess that took a toll on him. Without some people acknowledging it. And I would have to say God was with them. Dre, God bless you. You've always been a great contributor into music. And you always will be, right? And your business is your business and that's how it goes, right? All of all, hip-hop is hip-hop. You are a great producer and you are a great artist. And you signed some of the great artists And you you did some of the great business adventures And y'all already know what he did Okay Dre You and your family stay strong I hope I hope your daughter's okay now She don't gotta argue with people about you I know that I know that was a lot to deal with Alright and today Take care Enjoy Stay strong Peace gang Okay moving on My man Scarface Scarface Y'all know what Scarface I'm talking about Scarface from the Ghetto Boys the legendary Scarface. Man, 
That's why we have to count our blessings, people. Let me tell you, this is a, some deep times. Who would have knew that Scarface, the hip-hop artist from Texas, would have needed a kidney transplant, people? It, his health got to the point where he needed a kidney transplant, people. It don't get no worse than that, right? Right? For him to have to get on and post about him needing a kidney transplant, people, that was serious. That was so deep, so deep. You know, I'm just happy that he did get one. I'm happy he's doing better and pulling through. And once again, for hip-hop, that's some real shit. And whoever donated that to him, God will bless you. And that is true. You know, you, your blessings will be received. And I'm sure him and his family appreciate it. More for hip-hop. Okay, Let's, let's, let's talk about I want to talk about the brother Chadwick um, Bosman. You know, the Black Panther The King, right? You know, he finally admitted to him being sick and all, right? On why he dressed it while he, while he lost weight and stuff And people were And people was making fun of this brother Making fun of him, right? They forgot all about his body of work that he did And they were just treating him like he was nothing, right? Man, I tell you people, if it was you, it'd be a whole different story. I don't think we should do stuff like that. I don't think we should judge people, especially in the times that they're suffering. That's not cool. You know, that brother Chaswick did some great body of work. Y'all know him as the Black Panther, the King. Come on. You know, Wakanda. You know, may he rest in peace. Hopefully his family staying strong. My condolences to him, to his family and friends and associates. Moving on. Okay. Let's move on, people. I want to talk about... Wow. I got to talk about this brother, man. MF Doom. Let's talk about the brother MF Doom for a minute. MF Doom was a conscious hip-hop artist who who represented, who represented nothing but consciousness, right? He was so good at what he did, he would go and selling underground platinum albums and, I, and I'm not just talking about one album people I'm talking about consistent albums he put out consistent music and he was very known for his mass his Dr. Doom mass that is the Dr. Doom mass you know for those who know who Dr. Doom is know that MF Doom represented that right it was a symbol to him right it meant a lot to him right he would rock that mass like it was like like it was no tomorrow right he was dedicated to that mass right he would wear that mass so much he would make Dr. Doom's brand more bigger itself. He would take that character, those characteristics and turn it into something great. This conscious brother was really good at what he, really good at what he did. The way he manifested his words. If y'all ever listened to him, I mean, I don't even think some people even knew he was um, knew he was British. Yes, he was born in, um he, he was born a British British native. He moved to Long Island and grew up in Long Island, but he's born from Great Britain. Can you believe that people? Some people didn't even know that he was British. MF Doom, I'm talking about, people. You know, one of the one of the best underground hip hop artists that hip hop ever seen in the conscious form. Very respectful to the game, very appreciative to the game, and very dedicated and very driven to the game. You know, just being himself. Didn't want no extra um, accolades. Just what he did was just enough for you, right? And you respected it. MF Doom, 
We appreciate your body of work. I appreciate your body of work. You did something for hip-hop that hip-hop never seen before. You brought a different energy in there that we will never forget. Rest of power to that king, MF Doom, man. To the conscious people, stand up. Absolutely. Let's move on. Okay. So as we got closer into later into the 2000 year, right? People had questions about what Uncle Murder what Uncle Murder response was going to be. You know, you know who I'm talking about, Uncle Murder. You already know Uncle Murder. You know who Uncle Murder is. We know who he is. He actually came from being down with Rough Riders, and then he started coming out with freestyle disses, right? And those freestyles freestyles would get him catapulted to being recognized. Guys like 50 Cent and Jay-Z would, want, would turn around and want to sign him, brother. So bad because they knew his hooks and his um and his punchlines was crazy. Let's just admit it. So we so we were so anxious to know, to want to know what he was gonna put out. Y'all already know people another rap-up. Another rap-up because he he got known for doing these rap-ups, right? These rap-ups to the whole year, right? These this rap-up, rap-up songs, right? They would get so popular, they would be even demanded, and we would look for it and want to hear it, right? So as we got close to the end of 2020, we wanted to hear what Uncle Murder had to say, right? So people was questioning whether he was going to do another one or not. You know, people was busy. You know, people got busy schedules. You know, everybody got a busy schedule, no matter what field of work you in, right? Let's just keep it real, right? He was... Finally surprises with the wrap up 2020. And I must have to say that wrap up 2020 was amazing, Uncle Murder. I mean, well said. I couldn't hit I couldn't I, I don't even want to listen to somebody else's version of it. I'm good with that. I'm satisfied with that 2020 version that you kicked. As always, you always deliver on time. And when you de- even when you don't let us know what you're delivering, you deliver. And I appreciate that so much, Uncle Murder. Man, that was mind-blowing. Let me tell you, man. Uncle Murder, keep doing your thing. Man. All right, moving on. After, Like I said, once again, after the Bean passed away, the Black Mumbo passed away, his Kobe Bryant team, the LA Lakers, would even take it to the streets and protest. They would stop what they they stopped their body of work that they known as doing playing ball and bouncing balls and go out to the street and protest and march for George Floyd because it was just something to do. It was just the right thing to do, right, people? I mean, you know, to see to see him not play ball for a day or two or three ain't gonna kill us, right? I mean, they actually out there marching with the people, right? You know, so they would go on, they would salute, they would bow their head, they would grieve. And they would go out and protest. And, that, and that's what I'm talking about. LA Lakers, stand up, stay strong. Y'all did what y'all had to do. Y'all showed and proved. Not only show and proved that y'all won, won the championship, but showed and proved to the world the other things y'all could do in this basketball league, right? How y'all could push the envelope even more. Man, that was beautiful. All the, all the work y'all did in 2020 was great. I appreciate it. I seen what y'all was doing. It would be, it would be not forgotten. Okay, let's move on. Donald Trump. Oh, man, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Okay, where can I start? Like I said, right? So we talked about the six feet rule, the masses, 
the vaccination shots, the over-exaggerated numbers of people dying and being diagnosed with it, right? You know, like I said, he would make jokes about this stuff. He would, eat, you know, some some of the stuff he would tell the truth about, but also make jokes about it, and also say that we kicking his ass, that it's gonna go away eventually. But we seen different. You know, the data showed us different. The data was up and down. It was confused either way, right? But we also knew, as we got close to the inauguration, the inauguration, which shows us who's gonna be president. We knew something else was to come. He would he would make a statement saying, tweet, tweeting that on January six, watch 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 what happens, and the manifestation of that statement would come true. A group of pro, a group of pro Trump protesters were more about violently storm inside the state capitol and destroy things. Now, come on, people. If it was other groups of people that did this, it would have been a whole different story. A lot of people would have got killed. Even though a lot of people got hurt and a couple of people did get killed, two rights don't make a wrong, people. He knew he was wrong for that. His followers knew they was wrong for that. And that's just the bottom line. Because I'm not going to stand up here and sugarcoat violence. Because violence is not cool. You know, making a point is cool. But over, over the top violence is not cool, people. That was not cool. That was not cool. Okay. He would even separately wish his goodbyes and say his goodbyes to the people who believe in, believe in him being a great president and thanking him and wishing him well separately from Harris and Joe Biden, right? And make his way out. And as he's as he's making his way out, Joe Biden and Harris is being squared in. And they were and they were show their dedication to how they're going to live up to their oath and their body of work, right? So all we can hope, people, once again, we will see the results of the... this. We, we, got, a, we got this rest of this year to go, right? The rest of this 2021 to go to see the results, right? It's all about the results, right? So as Trump wished us farewell, they got sworn in, we'll see the body of work. Talk is over, action is definitely... Is what we need, right? And even with that, in between that, even in inauguration, you will see all these bunch of fashions being presented. You will see Michelle and Obama dress real nice. You will see the Bush and them dress all nice. Hillary dress nice. And Bernie Sanders being put on blast on how he was sitting. With, with glove mittens on. Come on, people. This is crazy. You will even see people making funny jokes about it online. You know, posting pictures on Instagram and Facebook. Even adding his picture, you know, adding his picture on today's pictures and such. Even hip-hop artists, sport players, actors, you name it. Regular bystanders, you name it. Well, Show this picture like it was a, if that was more fashionable than what we've seen people wearing. I mean, Bernie Sanders' picture, let's be honest, people, became more popular than the whole inauguration itself, right? But not, not more popular than Amanda Gomez' poem called The Hills We Climb. The Hills We Climb poem 
she would manifest it and break it down and express it so much deeply coming from within. The whole world would be shooken up. I felt like the whole world was being shooken as she was speaking. And I hope people, this young queen, didn't waste her breath and didn't waste her energy. Because that poem relates to all of us. It relates to the things in our life and things that we went through. Every word to word that Amanda Gomez expressed it out of her mouth was remarkable, was sincerely true and real. And let me tell you, that stood out more than anything in that inauguration that I seen. That girl being from LA, being an LA native, being young and black, means something to me and it will mean something to me, right? And it's just crazy how she got recognized for this and not all the other body of work before that. But however, God prevails, right? So this was her chance to really be recognized, right? Amanda Gomez, appreciate your poem. It was very touching. It touched me deeply. And I will never forget it. Absolutely. I want to say you did a great body of work. I'm familiar with poets. And you are one of those legendary poets. Hands down. Thank you for your body of work. We appreciate it. Listen, people, this is Mr. Hip Hop Phenomenon tuning in again, giving you that rugged and raw news. Peace and blessings. I'm out.